0: Welcome to Inflection Point Moment. I'm Jeff heyer jones And I'm Rhonda Peterson. We're here today to talk tips, tricks, and resources for growth-oriented small business owners. So let's jump in. Hello, hello, hello. I am so excited today on the Inflection Point Moment to have with me my good friend, Teresa McCloy, who is the creator of The Real Life Process, Teresa's been with us before, and um, we had a great conversation that time, too. Teresa and I go back a ways. Not a real long ways, but we go back far enough. Yeah, a little little ways. And um, we've spent a lot of time together in communities. Mm -hmm. So, because Jeff is on a plane today, flying home from a weekend on the slopes with his son, I invited, good for him. I'm sorry. I said good for him. Absolutely. I mean, you know, they should take this time together. That's right. But I invited Teresa to join me because this week we're talking about what are you getting for your investment in a community? Mm-hmm. And Teresa number one has her own community, which I was part of and then I left and then I came back mm-hmm. and we've been in several communities together. And so It just seemed so appropriate that when Jeff wasn't going to be here, that I would invite Teresa on to talk about the topic of what, what are you getting for your investment and why the heck does that matter?
1: So, well, it is great to be back with you friend and to be back with your community and your listeners. And I'm excited for this conversation. I think, um, yeah, there is a lot of things to think about and consider as you think about the return on your investment uh, right. in in communities, masterminds, groups, uh, whatever. And I think it'll be fun to explore what some of those are.
0: Exactly. So what I'm going to do um, as we get started here, Teresa, is just ask anybody that's with us in person, to um, jump in the chat and let us know you're here with us. Feel free to chat any questions that you have because we'd love to respond to them. It's always better to engage with the audience. I mean, Teresa and I have plenty that we can say and talk about from this standpoint. That is never a problem for us, but we'd like to make we it- We wanna
1: hear from you.
0: That's right, see, Teresa is like, she's done this stuff before. She knows what's up with this We wanna hear from you. That's right, absolutely. So I thought, Teresa, to start out with that maybe we could talk a little bit about the groups that we've been in together and what was the reason we joined those different groups and what we got out of them. Yeah. After all, that's if you're in a group or a community, whatever word we're using for it, then what do you want to get out of it and what do you get out of it? So, um... I thought of three that we've been in together so far. <laughs> Only three. Oh, well, I'm sure there are more. I'm sure there will be more before it's all over with. But we started out in Marketing Momentum together. And that was, did. And that was a group that was focused on coaches learning how to market their coaching business. Because if you don't market your business, you will have no clients. <laughs> yes. This is how it works. Yes. They'll hear what kind of business it is. If you don't market it, you have zero clients.
1: And and we were both pretty new in our businesses at that point. I mean, that was back 2016, 17, you know, those years. And I've been thinking about this, even kind of my journey uh, as I'm preparing a masterclass I'm going to do. And um, yeah, that was new <laughs> in our journey of, Like, what do we need to be learning? Um, I thought it was interesting there, Rhonda, as you were talking about investment in community too, that there's kind of some different words that we use for community, right? So you said, you know, some people just call them a group. Hey, Mm -hmm. we're going to hang out together in a group. Um, Sometimes we call them community. We might call them a network. That's what I call mine. And there's a reason why. And there's masterminds, there's group coaching. So I think you know, for the listeners that might listen in on this, those words of how someone calls something can be telling. Yeah. To like what, hopefully, the person who's putting together the the group has thought about why am I calling it this, right? Exactly. Because a mastermind is different than a network or a community or a group coaching program. And so part of investment for you and I, as I said, with that early marketing momentum group we were in, part of investment is even what, wh- how am I going into this? What's the engagement going to be? And knowing yourself, your personality of how you even like to engage. Yeah. Exactly. Is a big part of it. So that first one we did together was really a learning. We got on, we learned together. I think there was some individual coaching that was a part of that, but we were really in a learning mode because we were early on in our business. And then I think we moved to a different kind of group. Um, Yes,
0: we two different kinds of bread. But I want to go back to what I want to say about marketing momentum. Sure. (laughs) Is that not only did we learn, but the connections that we made with some of the people that were in the group. I mean, that's why you and I know each other. It actually because is. You said yeah. Who, who in the group is around Columbus, Ohio, which of course I went, choose me, choose me. And it's the story has just rolled. Around. I was
1: traveling and I reached out in that group and said, who could I spend some time with while well, my daughter's in an education program she was doing. And you raised your hand and the rest is history. And we've, <laughs> collaborated, done stuff, known each other, been in groups together, learned together, traveled together ever since, which is kind of crazy.
0: I know it is, Uh, but it's cool.
1: That's what can happen (coughs) when you, um, join any type of these groups and invest in them fully.
0: That's, that's so true because if nobody ever says, Hey, um, I'm coming here, who, who wants to connect with me? then you don't make those deeper connections. So speaking of those deeper connections, our next group that I remember us being in together was the BizChick Six Figures
1: Lab, mm-hmm. right?
0: Is that our next one?
1: I think, I'm not positive, but I know in that group, I said, Rhonda, I'm doing this and you need to do it too. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you pretty much dragged me along with you. But that's a really good thing. because That's another amazing. reason, though,
1: why once you start making these connections, um, you know kind of who you want to take with you on the journey and how you want to do it. <laughs> and that was, that particular community was led actually through Natalie Ekdahl with Biz Chicks. And it was led by her um, co-person. Right at Shelly Warren. And, um, that was a smaller kind of, um, group coaching program, right. But it also had an event in with it. So you and I traveled together to California, um, in that program and did Mm -hmm. some deeper work and, you know, more defining of our businesses, our niches, getting better at the marketing, you know, it was part of the journey of growth um and I think that one probably would have been more in a group coaching program. We got one-on-one coaching with that and some different things. So Yep. Yeah, that was another step in our journey in business growth for sure.
0: So very true. And then we did the um Speaking Your Brand, which was another group coaching program. It was. So It's really interesting because we build community in these group coaching programs. Mm -hmm.
1: Interesting how that works. Yes. So there's the speaking your brand uh, that we did was really a certification in speaking. It was was. was a certification in speaking. And so you can hear the difference in that program of being much more niche specific to learning how to speak well. And I think for both you and I, that was another growth in our business of, yeah. okay, we want to have speaking be a part of what we do. And right. uh, she worked with both of us, everyone in the group. It wasn't a huge, some of these communities weren't super big. They were eight to 10, very kind of chosen, put together people. Yeah. Um, but in that particular certification, so that's another type of community to be honest Um, in that particular one, we had to put together a presentation. Um, you know, we did a whole process with her. We had to present it, go out and present it, record it, let her watch the recording. It was pretty intensive kind of work that we were to be doing. So that's a little bit different because we were on a path and a journey to complete something. But we also had a
0: community around us because we were all doing the same process together. And so as we worked through the process and as we, another part of the process that I remember is, okay, now that you have this talk, what are you going to do with it? I mean, that's great to develop a, a presentation, but you need to put it out there. And so the marketing part of it of looking for where are you going to present this and what kind of speaking do you want to do with this and Mm -hmm. finding those places and having the support of the rest of the community in that group with you was really, really valuable.
1: I think that's part of the beauty of these types of communities, whether it's something that's for a certification, whether it's something for, you know, six month program, a year long, an indefinite time. So that's something you want to consider, you know, in your investments is what does it look like from start to finish or is there a finish? Um, is the, um, I'm not alone in this. I'm doing this no, with someone, right? Because whether you're developing out, you know, like a speaking thing, like we were, or you're wanting to grow in your marketing, or you're wanting to whatever, just grow in your business overall, that I'm not alone piece is a huge part. So the connection that you build. Yeah. yeah. And the networking, you know, I would say you and I both, Mm. our personalities are a little more forward moving, but (laughs) even for people that are quieter um, in that connection piece and take a little longer to warm up, the length of a program is helpful because you're really kind of doing life together. Even if you're meeting weekly or twice a month or whatever it might be, you're hearing life and many of these types of communities have an in-person element at some place in the journey. Um, And
0: that makes a huge difference to have that in-person. I mean, when we think about the um, biz chicks and the fact that we went to a place and there were women from women, business owners from all over the U S and then the second time we went to it, which might've been the third time for you, I can't remember. Um, There were people from even there were people from Australia that came yeah all over the the world. Mm -hmm. It was insane how many different places people came from, but that being together. So what's really interesting is when I look at the whole BizChicks experience and thanks, Natalie and Shelly. Yes. (laughs) And all the um, women that were part of that group, there were people that we connected to at the live event that we connected to there but we really didn't have that depth of connection that we had with the people that we had met with for a year before we went
1: mm-hmm. and were
0: with them in person i mean mm-hmm. there are some of those people i'm still connected to now yeah and, and, and
1: both of us mm-hmm. uh in that journey of making those deeper connections not only within our group but then at live events So that was set up, um, that particular kind of period of time in the BizChicks community was set up as (laughs) smaller hub groups, right? Mm -hmm. That then all came together in one bigger event. Right. Um, You and I both ended up doing business. So there's two things, I think. We did business with other people. Right. And then we also collaborated, which is a huge thing with other people out of those to do other things, whether that be on podcasts, whether that to actually do a business venture together. Um, Sometimes we don't realize that when we invest in a community with like-minded people, that there will actually be some collaborative opportunities that may come out of that because we're choosing to be with like-minded people who have great ideas or we can support them because of our niche or they can support us. So Rhonda, talk about, I know you did one out of (laughs) the BizChicks community, at least one, maybe two, Um, you know, some speaking things and also just some things I think with a CPA or some other things that you did. Maybe I'm wrong there, but.
0: Um, Well, the CPA thing was not really, that was not a BizChicks thing, but what, What we did, what grew out of the BizChicks was a, for lack of a better description, a subgroup Mm -hmm. of people in Ohio and surrounding states coming together. Now, this was really interesting because our first time meeting together was in January of 2020, and we... Got together most of the Everybody knows
1: what that means, right? Yeah, really, I know. It's
0: like, whoa! There it is. Exactly. But we were in person. We had our first regional biz chicks um, group event. Mm -hmm. And it was a community building event with other fellow business owners. Hey, Gary, good to have you with us. Whenever you get here, it's fine with us. Um, And they the women that were in that group were so supportive of each other Mm -hmm. and committed to um, that group process Mm -hmm. so that was a huge thing that started out of Biz Chicks Mm -hmm. it then grew into people that I did business with people, other people within the group doing business together I just found out last week that Two of the people that were there in that group, and we met virtually after the pandemic started. So, you know, you do what you got to do at that point in time. Um, But people within that group have continued to do business together because we have this community and it's all people that the like-mindedness of our group is that we are all business owners and supporting each other in the process.
1: So I think you bring up a good point um, two, for those that are listening in or watching the replay or whatever is when you're thinking about investing in a group, what are you looking for? Yes. You know, what, what is it that you're looking for? We've talked about some different ways we've been in groups, you know, one was to help with marketing. One was to, uh, help with speaking, but then, you know, the broader group that we spent quite a bit of time in, with, in the biz chicks community was networking and building. And that's another type of group is um, having, investing in a community or a group that has people that are not exactly like you. Everybody in the group is not just this or everybody in the group is not all, you know, whatever, CPAs or financial planners or coaches or whatever. It's more that we all want to um, come together to grow our businesses or to learn and to invest at a certain level in our business, or we've gotten to this point, and we've hit a ceiling, but we're not all exactly the same. I think that's something to be very aware of as you look at what's the investment I'm going to get back, because the biggest investment might be, you know, Gary, you just said it, the diversity yeah, of the group <laughs> and, yep. uh, Hey, I don't know how to do that, but I know how to do that. And I could refer you to this person. So there becomes a networking that yep. happens, and you and I have had this conversation. So I'm going to put you on the spot, Rhonda. Oh, always, <laughs> always. I always do this to you. You know, that, um, as you're developing your community and your group, um, you and I have talked about this, like where are we drawing from? Are right. we, cause this is something too, as you look at a group, are we going to be worldwide? Are we going to be um, you know, a certain country? Are we going to be a certain region? So that, and I'll be honest, I'm not sure what you've lit on. What, what, where have you and Jeff landed in that?
0: Well, we decided we're going to start in the state of Ohio. And the reason why hey. we're starting with Ohio is because That in the state of Ohio, you can get to central Ohio for a meeting relatively easily. I mean, from Mm -hmm. the furthest reaches of the state of Ohio, it might be two and a half hours to get to. That's perfect. On the metro. Yeah. Right. So that's, that's why we made the decision to start where we are. Mm -hmm. And it's a, it's, I mean, you know, you can make the decision to decide you're going to do whatever, but we decided that we're structuring ours as what's called a peer advisory group because that means that everybody in the group has something to contribute and everyone in the um, group has something that they want to learn. So
1: because you've defined (laughs) that and, you know, I've defined my group differently. My group is a worldwide, could be, and I call it a network. And but because we've made that decision. I call it a network because I want to encourage networking together. You're calling yours peer-to-peer for that same reason. Like there's different language you could use. Right. But when we put together these types of groups, that gives clarity to someone looking to invest as to yeah. what the group's going to be like and exactly. what the expectations are. You and I both knew um, when we started into some of these communities we've done that it was a six month program. It would have a travel to it. That would be at our own expense. So knowing ahead of time that your group is based in Ohio and central Ohio, it's a two and a half hour drive. You can communicate that up front to those that are looking to invest in your community um, and make that investment. And they know exactly. Oh, wow, this is great. I could refer Business to them. I could, you know, do this with them. I could get to them in two hours. Like that gives such clarity, though, to a group and to a community to have that common thread.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Gary says, start where you are is a Buddhist proverb. And regardless of where it came from, start where you are is pretty much what we all have to do. Mm -hmm. So, and that whole thing about starting where you are and making the decision to. Say, okay, we're going to start here. It may it may expand out. It may, you know, what growth looks like, we have some ideas, but you don't know Mm-mm. all the opportunities that are going to go your way. I mean, I know you, Teresa, as your community, sorry, as your network has grown, mm-hmm. there have been some different opportunities that presented themselves that were completely different than what you expected in the beginning.
1: Yeah, and I will say this because we talked about this earlier. Um, you know, as I built out my community since 2020, so I started my network community. So it's a both and I want it to be a network, but I want it to be a community, uh, as well that does life together. So, you know, deciding how often you're going to meet together. What's we get in person twice a year, if possible, Uh, or we offer that opportunity. We meet weekly. Um, You know, as you look at investing in something, what's the time commitment? What's the additional, you know, commitments I'm going to make. If I'm going to be all in, I want to be all in. And if I'm going to invest in something. I want, um, I want to get all I can out of it. I've never understood like people joining something. They're not on half the calls. They're not, in person at any of the events throughout the year um you know we kind of set an expectation in our community coming once a year if you're going to be in the network and maybe hopping on calls with other people um you know once every couple of months to get to know people and seeing what they have to offer that you don't so um but i will say this too about you know kind of going back to gary's comment of start where you are um we've had some shifts and changes you know, in our community as well. And you have to adapt if it's a long-term thing that you're doing. Right. Um, people have often asked me, can I, can I just come and be in your community? I really like it. I think it'd be fun. Well, part of the way our community is built. Yes, it is. But part of the way our community is built, it's built on the fact that everybody has gone through our s- certification program. So we certify people with our content So that's the common thread that holds it together is, and, you know, Gary, you just said, you know, when difficulty arises. So the reason I use that common thread of our certification program, once you're certified, you can stay in our network to continue to build and collaborate and do things. And, but I know that everyone started here. So for many, um, communities to be successful I think there does have to be what's the common glue right that holds a group together and so what are you thinking the glue is that holds your group together Rhonda
0: I I knew you were gonna go there I I was feeling it happening you it. like you just drove that truck through there so, I did uh, there are two things that hold our group together. Number one, they are business owners who are in the growth stage of their business. They're not a startup. They're not a mature business that's been around for 20 years already. They, or they may have be a business that's been around for 20 years because there's a woman that we know that's in the BizChicks group who had a business that she'd had for 20 years with her husband. And then she started a sales coaching business that was a completely different animal though yes. it was based on the experience that she would had in her other business so you know i'm not saying if you've been in business for 20 years that you can't be part of our group the thing is what is it that you're doing in your current business yeah that, yeah that that you need to grow so anyway that's that's the big circle is businesses in the growth stage okay so then we take our big circle and we make it smaller because there is a subsegment of people in the businesses that are in the growth stage that the business owner recognizes that in order for their business to grow, they have to grow too. Okay. That's a seg- subsegment of people. Some people don't recognize that, and so they're not going to be drawn to what we have to offer. But there are other other people who are saying, "Oh, I got a lot to learn here. And some of that is business-related knowledge, and some of that is the emotional intelligence-related knowledge and self-awareness and um, and the um, team building and all the good, fun things from that standpoint that we need to learn in order to be an effective leader of the business that we are creating.
1: So what you're bringing is clarity to who would fit and who wouldn't so that when somebody invests in your group and that's the, you know, same thing I'm doing with the certification, it's not caught because, but I know anybody that's in my community has been through that six month program and gets the way we're choosing to do life together and they're choosing a certain way. And so you're saying for your community, for your group, for your hub, That it is business owners who aren't in growth stage. No, they are in growth stage. stage, (laughs) They're not in startups. Sorry, I meant to say that differently. Yeah, And they're willing to do the personal work of growth themselves, which you're absolutely right. That's not everybody. No. So that helps even as someone is looking at your group or my group or whatever they want to invest in to get their investment back. Right which is so important cuz let's be honest you and I've also both been in groups where we didn't feel like we got our investment back for our money and go ahead i'm sorry i didn't remember and well and i think let's explore that because why and i think the biggest why for me is there wasn't clarity at the beginning of what it was
0: i think that that's def- there's definitely that in some situations there's also that i wasn't ready to put the work in Mm, to whatever it was. So th- that's kind of an example of somebody who's in the growth stage with their business, but they're not ready to do the personal work that it takes okay. to, to become the business owner they want to be or that they could be. Maybe maybe they don't know they want to be that yet. And we're just gonna leave that alone. but
1: <laughs> well, and I, I think you have a good point. So it could be on you as the person, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be um that the group shifts and changes too much you know uh like they started out saying this and then it keeps shifting and changing yeah, so the leader true. there yeah. always has to be and I will say this i think there always has to be a leader there always has to be a reason why you're showing up eventually it'll be the community but even if the leader is not like front and center all the time there has to be somebody that's driving the bus Yes, and if that that's, person that's really left true. and right all the time, that can feel like a bad investment. Like, I don't know where we're going. So purpose plan, when you invest, you know, you know, the cost, you know what the expectation is, you know, where you're going, um, yeah. where the train is. The beauty is as we form community and groups, um, if you're in one that the leader is super confident, as I know you and Jeff would be, uh, and I hope I am confident in the work they're doing, then they will allow that community to help shape what it becomes. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. And Gary just made a comment. Um, He said, transactional people would lack interest in what uh, Jeff and I are offering. Yes. That's absolutely true. And, And that's okay. Because people who are transactional, they don't, they haven't at this point discovered the value of the relational side of things that yes. could possibly be something they'd want to do. Um, just for the record, I would never work for a transactional person. Of course, mm-hmm. I would never work for anybody, but that's a whole other conversation.
1: But I do think people get in communities or get in groups, masterminds, networks, whatever we're talking about here. And they think it should be transactional. They think I'm going to show up and I'm going to be a consumer instead of a participator and for really good Mm -hmm. communities to grow and to be able to shift and change with the group. um, It's everybody investing in and showing up committed their best self, willing to uh, kind of pour in whatever they have to offer, because so many, uh, we know when I think of transactional, like Gary said, it feels like it's an online course instead yeah, of really a relationship. True. Yeah. So if you want an online course, Ron and I aren't your girls. No. I tried online courses. I didn't like them for that reason. It felt no. like a transaction. Um. And- and that's okay for those people
0: for whom that's a good option. Mm-hmm. But we mm-hmm. also know that the secret, yeah, consumer versus participant, that was, that was excellent terminology. Um,
1: well, I um, think, you know, we could go off on that whole thing. But if you're yeah, showing up with that mindset, then you're almost showing up, not even looking at what you're doing as an investment. You're looking at, what am I getting out of this? Not what am I going to give to this long-term place? So going back to your point of business owners and growth stage for your hub, um, that's a long, they've already made a long-term commitment to their business. Yeah. Well, let's hope so. (laughs) So partnering that in with a long-term investment to a community or a group, small group, what are you, what are you thinking your hub's going to have in it? Um, 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 in the long run,
0: we hope to have between 30 and 50 people. We're not going for thousands. That is not yeah. our goal Yeah, because it's really, it's hard. about where I am,
1: you know, yeah. um, you start to lose that relational piece when you get over that amount. And I think that's something that some people lose when they're trying to build these communities and they get too big. And then people are like, I'm not sure. Now I feel like a consumer instead of a participant. So um, yeah, when we can name that even before we start these places and we can share that. I mean, that's a great question for someone to ask. And I've been asked that. How, Where do you see this going? How big do you see this becoming? And I always say, I think we'll probably hit. And the other thing is people flow in and out of communities. But I think we'll probably hit, you know, that 50, you know, right around 50 and then it's harder to keep the relationships and keep the environment of what I think you and I both are building um, in communities. But yeah, it's a lot to think about as you're looking at investment.
0: It really is. And, and knowing and asking the question first of all as as the person who's going to be a participant you need to know what you want last week we talked about that jeff and i talked Mm -hmm. about what is it that you want and you need from this kind of a community Mm -hmm. and then then we wanted to say what are you getting for your investment so looking at it from the standpoint of what do i need what do i want in the beginning and then looking at okay what are the offerings that are out there and what's the best fit for me because there are some people for whom Oh, I could go in so many directions. You know, there's Vistage and there's Convene and there's um, um, you can be part of a roundtable, or mm-hmm. you in um, in professional organizations, or you can be um, you know the the chamber might have a a, a um, group that you could join, mm-hmm. but some of those groups are unpaid and they don't have a facilitator mm-hmm. and. Lately, I've been talking to a lot of people in those kinds of groups that they've not had staying power because there's nobody that keeps them connected into each other and accountable. Yeah,
1: exactly. So, what I love that I've heard you say <laughs> today in your clarity of the state of Ohio is going to have some real good similarities, you know, mm-hmm. Midwest, business growth minded. Businesses in that stage, I'm going to be able to connect with those people in person, not only with you and Jeff, but with them. Maybe even possibly refer business back and forth to each other. Uh Iron sharpens iron, type things. Um, It and it's going to be kind of limited to you know starting out with ten or fifteen people, growing to no more than probably fifty. But what could it become? Um, And I would say, you know, in that it's also going to grow me as not just my business, but me as a leader. Like, those are some pretty great things to invest in if you're in the state of Ohio and you're like, where can I get this uh, type of thing? So I'm
0: excited (laughs) for it, friend. Thank you. So am I. And we start on the 28th, which is a week from Tuesday. So, um, she had to do the Was that Tuesday or Wednesday? I totally lost it in my head. <laughs> so, um, if people are interested in the Inflection Point Hub, go to inflectionpointhub.com and you can find out more information. and There is an application to fill out there. We would love to have you with us. We have some really dynamic people. We signed up so far. We got room for a couple more in our starting point
1: process. So, ooh, yes, I love it. I lifted highly, your toes. <laughs> highly recommend if you're in that. If you are growth business stage, state of Ohio, um, you know you want to grow as a leader. This is your group. Like hop in with Jeff and Rhonda, and um, yeah, make the investment. See where it takes you. Because uh, yeah, I'm excited, friend, for what you guys are doing.
0: Thank you. It's gonna be great. It's been great having you with me. Um, Thank you. I really appreciate you sharing because it helps. I mean, speaking of iron sharpening iron, you brought things to the table that I hadn't thought about, and especially that whole thing about consumer versus participant. Gary and I both think that was a, a really big, big
1: win for us. Thank so. you. Well, we want we want participants, not consumers. So if that yes, helps you do. to make the decision, it's not your group. Then yes, yes. Uh, but. Uh, Rhonda and Jeff are participants. You know, I just kick Jeff out now and then just so I can come on and talk to him. <laughs> you. you can tell Jeff I said that. So I will Great definitely to be with you, you
0: friend. Good to be with you too, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Gary, for being Bye, with everyone. us. Thanks for joining us for this episode. If you want more resources similar to this, follow our LinkedIn company page. Just search for Inflection Point Hub on LinkedIn and follow us there.